0: Today, a gun control bill advances in the Senate with the help of 14 Republicans. Biden's administration keeps talking about an economic transition. Wonder what that is. And could Gavin Newsom be the Democrats pick for 2024? Hmm. We'll get into all of that and more. And it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and White Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by Blaze TV contributor Yakub Uyuns, host of The Bottom Line, which you need to be subscribed to. Uh, YouTube, you. Instagram, uh, Free Space, everywhere that you can get video and media, you need to be subscribed to that. Also joined by Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program and nerd who reads things that <laughs> nobody else wants to read. I just got into the
1: 200-page curriculum from West Point. Which was absolutely insane.
0: Oh, I, no. I should have sim- like submitted
1: this because yeah, yeah very wild,
0: huh? Well,
2: maybe maybe tomorrow or something.
0: Or like if that. we have time, maybe I'm we just, can talk about it later. I'm I don't just know. I was
2: thinking about the the nerd connotation. He's okay with it. Is he?
0: Yeah, I think. So. I will tell
2: you when you walk about 150 feet outside this door. There's a really mean <laughs> motorcycle. <laughs> Indians. That's, that's that my, belongs to you.: That's my outside no nerd.: of And no nerd rides that bike. I will just <laughs> tell you that much.
0: Well, now I know I'm going to get. My mom told me earlier. Don't, don't give Jason a hard. My mom apparently is a Not bigger fan of Jason <laughs> than me, so she was like, "Don't give Jason a hard time today when he's on your show." And I'm like, "Mom, I'm nothing
2: but sweet to you
0: all oh the time, 24/7." This I don't even should know where the oh, stuff comes he was from. saying when I was oh, pregnant.
2: No. Come on now, she's sweet to you. You're talking about a pregnancy month. <laughs> yeah. She's Sweet
0: to you. Uh, so anyway, sorry, mom. Okay. With that being said, mm-hmm. uh, 14 Republicans joined a, of course, largely Democrat effort to advance a gun control bill in the Senate yesterday evening. The bill passed 64 to 34. Uh, This was, of course, only two hours after the text of the bill actually circulated. Uh, It could be passed later this week fully by the Senate and then would move to the House where it's expected to obviously pass. And then, of course, to Joe Biden's desk, which, I mean, you'd think that he would sign unless he just forgets what he's doing and writes like, some other signature, I'm not sure. But it's 80 pages, and it includes language on, of course, highly controversial red flag laws. Uh, It provides grants for states that implement their own red flag laws and offers additional funding for both school safety measures and mental health services. Uh, John Cornyn, who is, of course, one of the supporters of this, one of the betrayers of the United States Constitution. He said that the bill's not going to create a national red flag law. Uh, states can receive funding regardless of whether or not they enact such a program. And of course, you guys, knowing what we know about how much the FBI has failed us in previous yeah. shootings that have occurred... Um, uh, Parkland and others, how there are already bureaucracies that are supposed to be handling when there are reports, uh, when there are warnings that aren't handling them. Of course, we're now giving the FBI uh, an additional $100 million to, uh, for that, so that's great. For an additional amount of salaries and expenses, $100 million to, to remain available until expended to meet additional resource needs of the National Instant Criminal Background Check system. Uh, It's also going to expand background checks for prospective gun buyers between the ages of 18 and 21. Now, this is, look, it it may add a couple, uh, three to 10 days waiting period before they actually receive the weapon. And it's going to incentivize states to provide access to previously sealed juvenile records. Um, But at the end of the day, It's just interesting because you look at this, and I I asked the question on on Twitter. I have yet to find an answer that isn't no. But it's like, is there anything in this? Proposed legislation that would have prevented Uvalde from happening, because that's the entire reason we're having this conversation. Because all of the the, the Democrats and these stupid, cowardly Republicans got together and said, "Well, we have to do something. Mm-hmm. We have to do something about this, so that this doesn't happen again." And yet, no one can tell me one thing on this list of all of these encroachments on your rights that would have prevented any of it. Am I? Am I what am I missing? Am I missing something? Because it seems a whole lot like these Democrats and 14 Republicans got together and circle jerked over let's do something uh, and all all that turned into was, <laughs> oh, they're just going to uh, take away your rights, law-abiding citizens' rights.
2: It's exactly what happened. My opinion, and Jason's going to give you a very educated opinion on this, but look, for me, ironically, I did not know, but I ended up in an NRA meeting on, on Monday and this was a topic of conversation because they were assuming that this was going to happen. And my, my understanding of this document, uh, Sarah, as it would have done nothing, mm-hmm. and not just that. The conversation with a former president of the NRA on Monday was it will not prevent anything like that in the future. Mm. So it must be Republicans placating to the left, you know, right. extending their political will, which they owe, quote unquote. Because this is how they do—they trade off a little tit for tat. You know, I'll help you; I scratch your back. You scratch my back. These are the betrayers of the Constitution. These are the ones that roll over when the left waves a flag because they must do something, yeah. versus doing something proactive that actually works. The issue on sealing juvenile records, though, has been a long-standing issue. That's been an issue of trying to, you know, manage that system of if there's a juvenile and there is a record, do you strike it? Do you not? But the, the, the funny thing, and I'll close with this is there's only ever in the history of this country been two school shootings that included minors shooting at their own school and that of course was Columbine and now Uvalde and again they're looking at 18 through 21 it would have done zero Mm -hmm. to prevent this individual which I don't want to say his name that shot that school up right to do that because there was no red flag for him well, I mean, you know, no mom, one was reporting him no one was after, calling him even of after course.
0: his mom like, well, she like asked well, for don't mercy. Ju- yeah don't judge she him. he had his yeah. reasons yeah, oh exactly. really to kill innocent so, children okay so
2: there was my understanding is there's nothing that would have prevented that situation or situations like that from happening right mm-hmm. because the issue is in fact not the gun right the issue is other things we should be discussing like mental illness and pre, pre you know Preline, you know conditions that indicate to us and actually having the FBI. That's now getting a hundred million dollars Actually having certain issues stay on the record so that we actually can track people because they're infamously, you know uh, um, Complicit in interviewing people who people do call you know kind of a red flag on and then just striking it from From documents, so I mean the FBI. I don't see them doing anything in this um, We're going to wait a little longer, Jason, now, the younger people when they want to buy a gun, but that's my opinion. It would have done nothing.
0: So, Jason, I I want you to jump in here, but I I think it's important to list. Look, you expect it from the left, right? You expect it from the leftist authoritarians who never really cared to abide by the Constitution. They only use it as a term to throw out whenever it suits their political whims. But uh, the Republicans, I felt like, used to try to stand up for the Constitution, try to make sure that uh, big government isn't infringing upon your constitutional rights. Uh, And there are 14 of them. I think it's important that we list their names because I think it's very Mm -hmm. important for these people who keep voting these jerks back into office, stop. They are not on your side. Mitch McConnell, of course, John Cornyn here in Texas, Lindsey Graham, Bill Cassidy, Roy Blunt, Richard Burr, Mitt freaking Romney, Rob Portman, Shelley Moore Capito, Joni Ernst, Lisa Murkowski, Todd Young, Tom Tillis, and Susan Collins. These, every single one of these Republicans should be primaried, every single one of them the next time they are up for re-election.
1: Every single one of those Republicans you just Republicans that you just mentioned. Actually, I shouldn't air quote them because that's really pretty much what the Republican Party is is turning into. There's 14 of them. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Come on. Yeah. I mean, Majority Leader. It's because it's it's really it's turning into not a party of conservative values and principles anymore. It's turning into basically what the Democrat Party was. What? Yeah. 20 30 40 years ago right. something like that that's that, that, that's the direction it's going to and you said earlier it's not about the gun and it's not about the gun uh, and the Democrats uh, perspective either it's right. not about the gun for these uh, rhinos right now mm-hmm. it's you know uh, it's not about the gun and I keep looking beyond this like like w- what is the f- what is the finality of this where are they actually going and y- you look at the, the scariest thing in this which is for me the red flag laws. Um, they're granted. They're not, as he said, making a nationwide red flag law, mm-hmm. but they're encouraging it at the state level. They yeah. want this to happen.
2: To president?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, right. And um, that's all about, you know, the, the end of due process is what that mm-hmm. is. Even though they're going to warn vigorously that no, 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 it's not about. They had to do the red flags, I think I read this, but the, you know, the but still have due process. Yeah. Bull crap. This is you're, you're you're eliminating due process. That's what this is all mm-hmm. about. You go, you take it, take it a step forward. Look where they're going. They want mm-hmm. you to have less rights, not more rights. Mm-hmm. They want to have more power, and you to have less power. $100 mi- dollars oh to the FBI. Gosh. Look at look at the trend on that. You're giving more and more money to uh, federal law enforcement, uh, Capitol Police. It's got,
2: growing government, Jason. They're uh, constantly growing government.
1: Capitol Police just got a ton more money. They got more powers. They they uh, established a surveillance arm, intelligence arm uh, that they branched out into other places outside Washington D.C. Uh, just this week, it came out that was uh, how much was a seven hundred twenty-five thousand dollars in ammunition that the IRS just bought. Um, That's a couple of things. One, that's scary that a federal, (laughs) you know, the IRS, I mean, Mm -hmm. talk about nerds with guns, (laughs) I'm more scared about that than like my neighbor with a gun, for crying out loud. But, um, you know, not not only does that give a federal uh, enforcement, you know, entity, uh, you -hmm. know, a lot more firepower, but it also creates a shortage. You know, a lot of people aren't looking at that. They're, they're they're forcing shortages of ammunition. If they can't get rid of your guns, they're going to get rid of your you know the things that fire out of your guns. That's going to be a big push now. Did I you think.
2: see? Did you was it was it Texas only, or am I completely losing my mind? But there was something a bill passed where you cannot disassemble and clean your gun in your own home. Did you see that?
0: I- I, I heard about that. They
1: want it less safe. I don't understand. Yeah, I no, yeah,
2: you look into this. It's real. You cannot this is to clean your gun in your own home. You're supposed to take it to. A, I
0: think it was. I think they were discussing it as, okay. as part of the negotiations. But I, that, bill, but, it didn't but I wouldn't. Make, I wouldn't
2: be surprised if they if they pull something. Well, like it's that. sad
0: that I mean, like that's actually something that they discussed even as a, a potential possibility. Well,
2: you know what's next is you can't load your own ammunition in your home. And, and right. you know, and this is it is it is a small grab. You eat an elephant. Yes, I'm from Africa. You eat an elephant <laughs> one bite at a time, yeah. and you give them a bite; they'll come for more. So, the, encouraging you know, encouraging state to have red flag laws, they're going to have red flag laws. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, you're, it's,
1: it's you're exactly right. It's going to it's, gonna, it's a, the slow erosion yes. of mm-hmm. what the country that you used to remember. Mm-hmm. You're not going to recognize it. It's very very slow, like well, very methodical small mm-hmm. you know nips at. Freedom is what it is. It, it reminds me of that, uh, you know, the old Fabian socialist group over in the, uh, the UK. And they eventually, they're the ones that, you know, spearheaded the National Health Service and a lot of other, you know, tips towards socialism over in the UK. But they had a plaque, or it was actually a stained glass uh, mural, and it showed a, uh, a wolf in sheep's clothing uh, slowly molding the world, like little by little mm-hmm. by little. Wow. And I mean, it's it's even in their own imagery, you know, a wolf's and, a wolf in sheep's clothing. They're not going to be overt about it. They're going to be very slow, very methodical. Um, like, how about we just do this? You know, how about we just fund these red flag laws? Mm-hmm. How about we do this? Mm-hmm. How about we do that? And eventually, you wake up and you're like, what country but do Jason, I live they in? They
2: always need some of our supposedly group to support them. And I just you said something that I don't want people to just miss. You've got the leader of our party. Leadership. Jumping on these kinds of bandwagons—that mm-hmm. is—that is a disaster. That's 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 a red flag. You want to know about a red flag? Here's the red flag: the GOP is ill, mm-hmm. and we've got leadership that's not with us, and all the way up into the Supreme Court, some of the so you know quote unquote conservatives are in fact not conservatives.
1: And every time I every time I get kind of you know uh, op- you know optimistic about some of the, the some of the new blood that's getting into the party, mm-hmm. you have people like. Dr. Oz, for crying out loud. And you're like, oh. Have
2: you seen the amount of money that's coming from the left? They've raised more money, and they're pouring it into conservative campaigns. They're funding gubernatorial races that they know can't win. Mm. They're funding the right, and and these guys on the right are taking money from the left.
0: Well, peculiarly enough, uh, I saw that Dr. Oz used to uh, put Trump, Trump was very prominent on his website, the endorsement, and now all of a sudden it's curiously gone. Huge surprise. Yeah, I wonder who yeah, funded that sh- campaign. Shocked. I am shocked who funded to hear that, that. campaign? Shocked to hear that. Uh, I, I wanted to throw in a, a tweet really quickly from Kevin Sorbo that I saw earlier. It said, I was considering reselling my guns to the government, but after a quick background check discovered they have a history of violence and instability. <laughs> so that's a pretty big red flag there. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor Omega XL. So if you, uh, you maybe have some pain, and I'm not talking about a pain in your neck like, you know, your husband or your wife. I'm talking about actual (laughs) pain in your body. What you don't realize is that it's likely inflammation that is causing that pain, and unless you actually defeat the inflammation, it's just going to continue to go on more and more and more, and it could even cause permanent damage. Uh, If you're using a topical cream, maybe, you're like, wow, this feels, it's icy, and then it's hot, and then it hurts again. Don't do that, All right, You gotta try Omega XL. It's actually going to get to that root cause of the pain, which is, of course the inflammation. It is an essential fatty acid combination uh, from the waters of New Zealand and it works and it can get you out of pain and it will be life-changing. You can order a bottle of Omega XL now. Get a second bottle for free over at omegaXL.com slash news. That is omega XL.com slash news. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre struggled to provide a coherent answer on how Joe Biden is going to address skyrocketing gas prices during a press briefing yesterday. And uh, she kind of had a little Freudian slip there, started to say that the uh, the president is trying to elevate Americans' pain, which actually would have been probably the one true thing she's ever said. Watch.
2: I mean, the president has been very clear in making sure that he does everything that he can uh, to uh, to elevate, to, alleviate, uh, the, to oh, you know, wait, the, alleviate the pain that American families are feeling when it comes to gas prices. Wow, that's <laughs> uh,
0: that is that's affirmative action right there. There it is. Uh, and that, she wasn't done, though. She wasn't done. Uh, she was also asked at the press conference about Americans' concerns about a coming recession, which seems to be like the logical conclusion of where we're headed. Uh, But she said, no, there's no recession. It's actually just a transition, guys. Congrats to your, your new society, watch.
2: So we see that the strengths that we, our economic strength that we uh, have seen from this past year, from the action that the president has taken with the American Rescue Plan, uh, with what we have seen uh, with the historical gains, uh, that is going to help us deal uh, with the recession. Right now, we don't see a recession right now. that is not. We're not in a recession right now.
0: Oh. Uh,
2: right now, we're in a transition where we, mm. we, will, we are uh, going to go into a place of stable and steady growth, and that's going to be, uh, that's, that's going to be our focus.
1: Nobody else agrees with that. No, no. Nobody else agrees with that. Well, it's like, like, she's like,
0: well, we don't see it that way. Steve, that, that's not what it is to us. Steve, oh,
2: well, you just rename okay. it. Just rename as long it. as you don't see it that yeah, way. We don't, we don't think it's a woman. We just rename <laughs> yeah, it's just it. We like, just rename it. This is not a recession. Steve Moore, who is an incredible economist, absolutely unbelievable to Trump and many presidents. Steve told me the other day, we are in a recession.
0: Like we're already there.
2: We're already there. Yeah. He's like, Yaku, do not be fooled. We're there already. You're going to feel it later, but we're there. And, and that's typically people will deny what they're guilty of. She goes, we're not in a recession because they know they are. Well, I saw a meme or a tweet where Biden said, Americans just won't allow themselves to feel good about how good it's going. <laughs> I remember when he said that. They won't allow themselves yeah. to feel good about it. Yeah, It's going well, guys. We just won't allow ourselves to smile when mm-hmm. it's $6 at the pump. It just...
0: You don't like spending $105 on gas?
2: I mean, the level of What's insanity. What's wrong with you? Yeah, We should smile. We should celebrate him.
0: You should the smile, smile while president. you're taking that gas pump right up the, anyway.
2: Pell pipe. <laughs> yeah,
1: <there> <laughs> CNBC. They uh, did a poll of like all the top CEOs uh, or was they or CFOs. I can't remember uh, of all the biggest Fortune 500 companies, and not a single one said that we were not headed for a recession. Every single one said it was going to happen. The only thing they disagreed on was whether it was going to be uh, next quarter or the end of the, the end of this year or uh, the beginning of next mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And so I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think at, at, like a textbook recession is two uh, back to back quarters. Uh, yeah, quarters yeah. yeah, two two back to back quarters, and it's funny that the Fed just uh, said that. Okay, the, the, our projection uh, economic growth. They said it's zero point zero percent growth. Because it's negative. That's a heck of a specific yeah, yeah. number. Yeah, and right. mm-hmm. yeah, are you sure you didn't drop just a little bit of yeah, a exactly. point? Exactly. No, they set it at that. They rounded up big time. <laughs> rounded <it> up <laughs> to get to that. Because we are negative. Yeah. Because, because they don't. They don't want. Yeah. I mean,
2: because I, two quarters in a row would equal a recession. Yeah. yeah. I th- I think Absolutely.
1: Every time the Fed has had to do this, so I, I, th- I think that I can't remember Politico did a, a really good piece on this. I think they looked at every single time it was like ten times the, that the Fed has actually had to do this since that they've you know been. A thing. And 8 out of 10 times they triggered a recession just from them trying to escalate, you know, mm-hmm. and elevate the, the the rates up to try and get inflation under the control, 8 out of 10 times. So an 80% track record says that we are about to hit a recession mm-hmm. if not already in a recession wow. so it's i mean it's it's, it's, it's the, the data is is there right. it's well, it's, it's stupid to, right. yeah
0: they don't lie it's, well, look it's stupid look at that number on the screen
2: 745 it doesn't lie 765 the president can tell you you should feel happy about that but it's just not gonna happen
0: well it's funny because it's not just the president it's also uh people well mainstream media outlets like msnbc uh, ABC, Washington Post, even they are uh, the the char- I want to just call them characters at this point. Mm-hmm. The characters on those particular channels and and those outlets are warning voters uh, against gas prices influencing their vote in November. So they said, <laughs> "Listen, it's it look, it's a fantasy." This is a Washington Post columnist, Catherine Rample told readers it was a wild fantasy to believe that the GOP could could lower gas prices, okay? So think carefully about what they'll get if they cast their ballot based on gas prices, is what she said uh, in an opinion piece over the weekend. And they're just, uh, MSNBC, Morning Joe, here we go. They said that, well, oh no, what if pocketbook issues would win out with voters this year and in 2024 as more important to Americans than America's democracy being in peril? Oh no, I mean, I feel like. If America's democracy was actually in peril, it would be something that the average American would be affected by. It's just that it's not. Except it is, just from the left.
1: Look at the contrast from the Democratic Party, yeah. from even the Bill Clinton era, when yes. he was, you know, blue collar Bill. Yeah. I mean, they you can't, you,
2: you can't recognize him. No, you
1: can't. No. They, they used to understand yeah. that. Look, people's pocketbooks—that's where. Sorry for the pun. That's where the money is. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that is exactly how you win votes. Yeah. Um, not only that, but it's just also the moral thing to do You know, make sure that people, you know, prosper and they have more money and they can use that to, you know, enrich themselves. But they don't. But they're not. They're acting like people are stupid right now. It's absolutely insane. It's no Joe Biden just hit the lowest point. Was it that of any history, uh, any president in history for at their two year mark? Did he really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Just just hit that (laughs) mark. And it's because of stupid stuff like this. Are you kidding me? And
2: I'm asking myself, "Ah, is it really that they believe America is that stupid? Maybe, but I think they're just that desperate. What else do they have, though, Jason? What else do they have other than just saying you're not seeing what you're seeing? It's really not bad. You should be smiling because there is no remedy. There's no uptick for them. There's no way to take this downhill skiing Accident that's about to happen and turn it into a victory for them. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. They have. No, I mean, I can't find a way, Sarah, that they can turn it. It's just, it's a runaway freight train. Well, they're trying to turn it by playing the blame game and like Russia and Putin and all mm-hmm. that stuff.
1: That's like the one thing, that that's like the one distraction, even though, I think it was today, Jerome Powell was actually, was asked point blank by, I wish I could remember the, the uh, congressman that asked him, but said, is inflation today is the primary driver the war in Ukraine? Is that the primary driver? And he said, no, inflation was already bad before mm-hmm. Russia invaded obviously. Yes. We knew this. We can see this. Yeah. Um, so it's not Putin inflation. It's Biden inflation. Well, no, I won't even say that. It's it's not only that, but it's also the, the stupid Republicans that yeah. agreed to pass these ridiculous bills yes. even before the yeah. election. Yes. Uh,
0: so they do play the blame game, but they also um, sort of like subtly admit to the fact that they are trying to transition yeah. into uh, just kind of a new America. I want to be very careful with my words here because I don't want to get us kicked off of YouTube. It's just <laughs> (laughs) that like, uh, there's a guy who you probably know who works here who just wrote a book that you should probably get. uh, And it's kind of talking about all of these transitions that all of these countries and economies are going to have to go to. You mean
1: the amazing do-over? That's what you're talking I, about. Yes, The amazing Yes, I am. It's called yes. the
0: amazing do-over. <laughs> and it's just when you hear people talking about these transitions and you hear uh, Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm saying that all of this upheaval is actually a great time to transition to this green economy, which they keep saying, like, this is not a one-off. They keep freaking saying it. Let's listen to that.
1: We've got, obviously, all of this upheaval. We've got the... Coming out of the pandemic, we've got uh, this obvious invasion of Ukraine on the energy side, and we've got the moment to think and act strategically about lifting up communities and building these supply chains out and building out the installations in a way that give Mm. everyone a chance to succeed.
0: Never let a crisis go to waste, or in some cases, uh, make sure you create the crisis so that you can create the solution.
2: Yeah, and their solution is enslavement. It's slave camps. It's China. It's you work for Uncle Sam. No, no,
0: no, 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 yeah. You will own nothing, but you will be happy about it if you...
2: Mm, yeah, no, no, just, you will just, if you're not happy, it's because you choose not right, to be happy. Right, that's what I'm saying. By being entrapped and in, in by being... look, this is... In the day of talking red flags, here's your red flag: run from the government, vote differently, trust none of them. <laughs> yeah, I no mean, kidding. I agree.
1: You're speaking my language there, brother. I, I, it's insulting the the fingers that they're trying to pointing to bl- blame for our current situations. It's absolutely insulting, and it's just it's such a a wildly you know, lack of ingenuity from our government. You think about uh, the '80s, right? And the, just uh, f- screw that. Go go back before that, all the way through until today. We've had multiple wars, catastrophic. You know, we've had Vietnam. You know, we had nine eleven. Uh, the height of the Cold War when they were fighting the Cold War, um, multiple economic crashes, including a huge one in Japan. Um, things never got to how they are, they are right now. Right, mm-hmm. they, they didn't. I mean, you could. Uh, there was a case during another Democrat, you know, like Jimmy Carter area, when it was, you know, really, really bad. But um, I think about like under the Reagan administration, they had this thing I don't know if you remember um, called the Socrates Project and that probably won us the Cold War. But the Socrates project under the Reagan administration was they completely changed the way the government saw technology, how the government uh, interacted with tech, how they enabled uh, people to create new technologies, and how that filtered down into the economy, which blew up our economy. Without that, we probably wouldn't have had GPS, probably wouldn't have had the internet, um, satellite technology, everything else that came, and then fuel, stealth technology, all this stuff, um, helped fuel not only our military prowess, but also uh,
2: our civilian economy as well. But that uh, is how you grow a company. That is a growth phase. We're exactly. exactly in a growth phase. And I say that even even with our last president, I mean, it was more stabilizing and kicking the tables over, but truly allowing this country to grow. We're st- we, we have been stagnant for a long time. And we're backsliding like crazy How, w- at the moment.
1: W- 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 where where has the American ingenuity been since then? It's insane. George H.W. Bush actually got uh, abolished the Socrates Project. Now we've been overtaken. We're being overtaken by both China and Russia's is even testing hypersonic missiles crying out loud before us. Mm. It's embarrassing.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Sweatblock. So, uh, guys, have you ever been, like, you're, I don't know, you're giving a presentation or you're, like, on a really awesome date which both of you are married, but just think back, okay? And you like start getting this really embarrassing armpit sweat, and it goes through your shirt, and you're like, well, this is really cool, everyone can see that I'm super sweaty. Has that I don't, ever happened to you?
2: I don't sweat. I don't sweat
0: no. I see it all the time.
2: Legitimately, with me?
0: No, not with you. I mean, I see it all the time. I go out to a restaurant and I'm like, oh, that poor guy. Even when got, I play like, sport, the drenched, I just yeah, don't. I see it's it. drenched under the arms and yeah. you're like, man, that is embarrassing. Okay, so if that is you, which these guys are pretending like they don't sweat, but they're lying <laughs> to you because all guys I know are super sweaty. Uh, sweat block oh, is actually God. your answer, you got to try it. Uh, They have a uh, antiperspirant wipe and a deodorant as well, but the wipe is really where it's at because when you use it, uh, it can last up to seven days without any sort of reapplication, and it will save you the embarrassment of having the sweaty armpits. I can tell you that my husband has tried it. Again, I don't mean to embarrass him. It's just that he was really sweaty before he tried Sweatblock. And now that he uses those wipes and the, de- the deodorant, um, he was moving furniture outside the other day in 100 degree heat. And he didn't have the sweat, the armpit sweat marks, okay? So you got to try it. You can try it risk free. You can save 20% with promo code NEWS over at sweatblock.com. You can get it on Amazon, but go ahead and go over to Sweatblock and give, give the news and why it matters the credit, if you would. Uh, use promo code NEWS over at sweatblock.com. Yesterday, Joe Biden responding to a question about making vaccines available to young children because as we know, young children, very vulnerable to COVID, got to make sure to get them vaccinated with of course, also as we know, the safest and most uh, f- effective vaccine ever in the history of the world. Uh, but he said that his administration was working to make sure that there were enough vaccines, but also that his administration was investing money into preparing for the next pandemic, apparently, that I guess they're already planning. I don't know. Watch.
1: For COVID funding going into the fall. Uh, how much of the supply of vaccines for these small children uh, is place. there in he has no idea what's how many of the nation's kids it will cost. you be able to get vaccinated before we need more money in uh, Congress?
2: Well, we'll get through at least this year. We do need more money. But we don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. Wait. We have to think ahead. What? Mm. And that's not something the last outfit did very Wait. well. That's something what? we've been doing for fairly well. That's why we need the well, money. What
0: are yeah. the vac? What are the vaccine? What? what are Sarah, the vaccines don't you know? For? He was
2: there. They just discussed it at Davos. They're planning the second pandemic. We're probably funding it. He's well, just saying it
0: out loud. You I, know. Listen, I just saying. November's around the corner. Uh, I could potentially see some sort of excuse for mail-in ballots and all of the other (laughs) things that they did in as, of course, we know, again, the safest and most secure election in United States history, which is why the fortification happened. I got all that, okay? But I'm just saying, uh, look, I
2: would you you
0: put it past them? Would you put it past them?
2: No, I'm gonna start calling this party Hail Mary. That's that's all. (laughs) They're Hail Mary.
0: They they will
2: throw they will throw a concocted pandemic, you know, virus as a Hail Mary. They will do it. Well, I'm just
0: like, is it is it are they is he talking about another COVID variant? Is he talking about is it monkeypox? Is that what we're going to ramp up to? Is that what it is? I I just like I I wouldn't put it past them.
1: I don't I don't even know if it's a. I don't know if he means virus when he says pandemic. I, I, I'm, I, I'm increasingly mm. coming to the point to where I think that the climate health crisis, which is probably exactly what they'll call it, is probably the next on their list. I remember, remember during the, the initial waves of the lockdowns, remember how they were, uh, I think it was Venice, they were showing pictures of Venice and the rivers in Venice, and they were like, look how clean they are. Wow. This is what the lockdown, you know, it's, this is one of the bonuses of it. It's cleaning up the environment all this stuff. Mm. Um, I think about that, and I think earlier this week, or was it over the, over the weekend, uh, I think it was parts of France were starting to ban outdoor activities due to the climate crisis. They were calling it a health crisis because they, they, they can't leave it up to you whether to step outside and oh, it's too hot, I think I'll stay inside today. <laughs> they have to actually ban and stop people from going out in public because of the heat. I think that's exactly the direction they're going. Mm-hmm. That, that, I think that they that saw exactly. Food. I think they, I think they saw exactly what they, they could push, what they could actually mm-hmm. get done, just by saying, "Hey, it's a health emergency. Everyone stay in their homes. Do what we tell you. You'll follow right, al- uh, right along." Which the majority of the country did. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the direction they're going into, and it's 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 all about how much power they can you know consume and keep. Off of that.
0: Which again, would you would think they could make the argument for mail-in ballots because you don't sure. want all of that air yeah, pollution of from course. all mm-hmm. of the transportation yeah. to the voting booth?
2: Uh, look, I do think food plays a role in it. When we yeah. see last week the 25th food processing plant magically burning down in the U.S., and this is underreported, and farmers saying, "Hey, they're telling me to burn my crops," so I think food is going to play a part. Wait
0: a second, you don't feel comfortable about Bill Gates buying up the most farmland uh, in the United States? You're well, not
2: largest private holder
0: yeah you're not I'm just saying connect the
2: dots let's play connect the dots here for a second they are impacting the it's a manufactured food crisis it's a it's it's going to get real so I think probably it's a a combination of food climate um, or climate change no longer global warming climate but I put food we need to look they're busy they're working they're working hard Gates is buying up land Uh, Soros is buying up conservative radio stations like crazy, bought 13 stations in the last two weeks, I think, George Soros, and conservatives are selling to George Soros, so shame on them. Mm-hmm. There's some rhinos, so I think it's food and climate, uh, but I'm watching them do some things in food that's not good.
1: I, I, my biggest worry is that the, the pandemic template has been laid out, Correct. and it has yeah. been proven Correct. to get them what they want. It works. Yep. So that, Yeah, so I again, I, I think that even, and, and Joe I don't think has a coherent thought. Mm. He hears things that happen in the West Wing and he's like, yeah, whatever, you know, tell me what to say and I'll say it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't think they need a virus. I, I really don't to, yeah. to get what they want. And they definitely don't need the threat of a virus. Well, maybe they do need the threat of, of, of a virus to, you know, to get a social contract to be able to, I don't know, hoard billions and billions of dollars and whatever else that they want to do. He to just told you we need rights. more money,
2: which means we're going to run the printing press. Because where is it going to come from? Where's the money going to come from? We're not manufacturing nothing. What are we exporting? What are we selling? You know, it's it's hey, let's print more money. Let's play Monopoly.
0: I want to go back to something you said, Jason. You don't think that Joe Biden knows what's going on. Can you guys pull up? I want to pull up his face in the last video. I want to see. Listen. He's digging, you, don't that a, you don't think that a guy with, He's with that Sarah. look on his He's face trying very knows hard. what's going on? What 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 could you possibly be seeing that would a... lead you to believe that this man has no idea what's going on and is waiting for people to tell him what to say?
1: He has that look from a, from a reporter that was probably pre-picked beforehand. Yes! And he was probably reading his question <laughs> along with him in the prompter as it was happening.
0: Yeah. And he still
2: didn't know what the hell was right. going on.
0: <laughs> right. Look,
2: Joe Biden is the quintessential poster child of a participation trophy. He is showing up, boys. It's all you can expect of him. He's there.
0: Well, also elder
2: abuse. But mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. By his wife.
0: He, and his Culprit son number one. and Kamala and yeah. all of them. Yeah. Um, all right. You know what? Let's let's take a break. And when we get back, let's talk about uh, the I think Yaku wants to feel a little vindicated because now they're talking about Gavin Newsom as the um, possibly the new Democrat replacement for Joe Biden. We'll get into that after the break. <laughs> Longtime Democrat Party strategist David Axelrod says that uh, Gavin Newsom over in California may be the Democrat Party's strongest choice to run for president. Now, they say if Joe Biden backs out, but I think we all know, like, where they're going with that is like, well, we all know Joe is not healthy or fit enough to run again (laughs) if he even makes it through this first term. And so Axelrod said, if the president were not to run, it's hard to imagine that Newsom would not be sorely tempted to enter the race. Newsom is young and politically muscular, which may just be what the market will be seeking post-Biden. Yaku, I'm going to let you look. You, You floated this idea. You were the first one to do so, I believe, on this program, and we're like, "But he's so bad! How could that be possible?"
2: Just because my ears on the ground, and I hear what the liberals are saying, and he's their champion. Who else? Budigig, Budicej. <laughs> I mean, Buddha geek that can't run the, you know, the transportation department. But he, I mean, well, he's, on, Beto,
0: he's on maternity leave.
2: Yeah, he's, he's giving birth, you know, all the time. <laughs> I mean, he's successful at giving birth. No, <laughs> it's, the it's, it, it's <laughs> look, they actually have to revive Hillary from the dead or it's Newsom. Who yeah. they, who else do they have? And I, and I'm not an I told you so guy, but I just, I, I heard that. And I was like, they're going to, they're going to prop this guy up when he survived the recall. That's when I started hearing that talk. I was like, okay, okay, I think we can push this guy. But even
0: the, the Democrats hated enough to try to recall him. I know,
2: but that's he's their guy. Who else? Forty,
1: he almost forty percent of the people that voted voted to recall him. There's no I and mean, that's in California. Yeah, his base. So there's no way. No. Yeah. Like he he's he is the poster child. Like basically, California is the poster child for what the National Democrat Party wants for the entire country. Mm-hmm. And they've gotten a taste with that with the Biden administration. There's no way that, that someone like Newsom can get the independent votes that Biden got just because the independents just did not like Trump.
2: There's no way. No, no, there way. Is no way I, I'd but love they for have them but try- they have no I'd like for them to run him because that's a walkover I mean that is an easy I mean that is but don't they all seem like walkovers at this point but, yes. the, but I, you have Joe unlike- Biden in the White House I mean is there a step down from that there's not I mean, so <sighs> uh,
0: well, but here's the the thing that I worry about is that yes, when you look at the actual matchup i don't see anyone who could like we could run a trained monkey, I feel like at correct. this point and still win but what have they done to secure elections to make sure that if there were perhaps voter fraud, which we know, of course, voter fraud has never happened before in the history of this country, the Democrats tell us. OK, um, but if there were potentially any sort of voter fraud going on, we have, I don't think, enough assurances that that wouldn't just be enough to like help them out. Mm-hmm. So
1: I- I've seen th- there's been some. Some red and purple states that have made some, taken some strides, so that, yeah. which I think will help. Right. Um, but I mean, in, in some places, it's not gonna, it's not even gonna matter. Did places you watch the, a, a documentary
0: by a uh, uh, domestic
1: 2000.
0: You, oh. Did you watch? Yeah. Yeah. So, but what about in those particular states that they discussed? <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, I don't. Look,
2: <laughs> I'll say this. Nobody is yet to come up Look, with a number. We're
0: talking in code this whole time. I know, it's though. like hard. I, I like, know,
2: hate, yeah. Just for the record, for the viewers, I freaking hate this crap. I mean, I'm just telling you. I <laughs> yeah. just want to call a spade a spade. I'll say this. I'm still waiting for anybody, including Dinesh, to tell me, what's the number? Give me the number. I'll never forget. We were at Liberty University. Charlie Kirk was on stage. I was on stage Stage and they were talking about the number, it was like 6% that they were thinking about if there was to be meddling, let's call it that, that Trump could survive a 6%. What is the percentage? What is the percentage that we can tell American conservatives to say, listen, you, we have to win with such a majority, such a super majority, that no matter what they do, we gotta close the gap on what is it. And I'm still waiting for anybody to tell me, because if we think that there's going to be meddling, then, OK, give me the number and then let's play above the card. Then get wake up conservatives and understand when we know that 40 percent of Christian conservatives did not vote. 40 mm. percent. That's unacceptable, Jason. They, they, so I don't care what the left does as as corrupt as they are. At some point, we've got to take some ownership on the right and say we've got a very sick GOP we got to get rid of rhinos and we better step up and play like it's for our lives in November and then never let up. What did we do? Trump walks in. He's got the it's got the Senate and the House and we give it up. We give up the House and they impeach him. Months later, they impeach him. It's like we don't play to finish the game. We need to play for once and actually say when we're up 40 points, make it 80 finish. Play to the whistle.
0: Well, I'd just like to uh, state for the record that uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was asked recently on CNN if she would um, vote for the president in 2024, and she refused to say. We played the clip on the program. Really? But, um Yeah. So it's just interesting. Like, people are saying a de- Democrat... Par- I mean, I guess I wouldn't call her... A Democrat, she's more of just like a left-wing nut. But even people within their own party are like, "Mm, we'll just we'll see what happens. He hasn't said he's running yet, so I don't like. I can't answer. Such a
1: what kind of illustrates the catastrophic fail of the Biden. You know, administration so far, like they were able to get people like AOC, people like Bernie Sanders on board by promising he was going to be like the next FDR,
0: mm-hmm. and he
1: hasn't gone far enough. Mm-hmm. They're mad at him. Independents are mad at him. Mm-hmm. Of course, conservatives are mad at him. So you, they don't have the far left. Really, so all he, all they have is like that establishment in D.C. Yeah, that yeah. are galvanizing yep. around him. That, that it's really all he has right now. Yep. I am just racking my brain trying to figure out who would actually be a good challenger to anybody the Republicans would throw at him. And I can't, I, I I can't suspect think of like a Joe Manchin Like a Joe, like a Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin could make could take a run for it.
0: They, but they hate they
2: him. They will not run they Manchin. Hate him. They can't oh. control they can't control him. They won't run Manchin. He would make a look, that would not be sure. a, an opponent. Yeah. Give you the last yeah. word. Yeah. Oh, well, oh.
1: well, I'm saying like, he, he'd be the only one I can think of that would get enough Democrat support plus all the independents to like actually scare me. But everybody else, the ty- the country know, is, is sick of what they, they, they know that what they're shoveling is bullcrap. Yeah. They know it. Yeah. All right. We got to take a break. We'll be back.
0: still June, and it's still Pride Month, and we are forced to have insufferable content uh, because of those two things, and the Columbus, Ohio Police Department tweeted out this video of their new cruiser in honor of Pride Month. Watch.
1: Hi, I'm Officer Lutz with of the Columbus Division of Police. I'm your LGBTQIA Plus <laughs> liaison. And we're unveiling right now our Pride Cruiser for the month of
0: June.
2: Uh, I mean, this is fun. unbelievable. Uh,
0: Report Hate Crimes.
2: I'm excited about
0: this, it's great for representation. Also a horrible video, the music is way too loud.
2: This is so weak, it makes us look so weak. Jake, this is an embarrassment. Okay, so, so yesterday,
0: I know we've only got a little bit of time left, yesterday we played the one from the mil- from the Navy that they had just released that was like just so, Im- I mean, it is so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing.
2: Pro pronoun video. Yes. Yeah. So we're gonna have a bunch of mermans now, mermans in the, in the Navy. That, the world's gonna respect us. They're gonna go, America's strong. She's really strong. She's got mermans floating on the ocean. She's got the bastardization of the, of the rainbow on cop cars.
0: I, nope, no one no one fears us. Everyone is laughing at us. Uh, it's really sad. Guys, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. We'll see you guys tomorrow.
1: Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.